Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also on Sirius XM. It is great to be with you. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. I'm with you every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern Time. That's uh, twice a day. Uh, the last one for you very late early birds. You can hear that on Sports Overnight America. Look, we cover the beautiful game every a weeknight right here on this show. And there is a lot of beauty in the game these days. As the greatest soap opera in the world, the English Premier League uh, gets ready to continue this week. We'll be previewing all the matches coming up. we got matches Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, a big match between Tottenham Hotspur and Liverpool Football Club. We'll talk about everything. And let's look back at the FA Cup results over uh, this last weekend uh, and do what I love to do, which is compare the results to my picks that I gave you. And I think you'll be pleased if you went with my picks, because I actually got 10 out of 13 right this weekend, a pretty good track record uh, under any type of scrutiny. Uh, We are presented to you by betonline.ag, and I would like to take this opportunity to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. What a pleasure and a privilege it is to speak with you guys each and every day of the week so those are the topics on the table and of course don't worry we're going to talk about Frank Lampard getting the sack from Chelsea once again I feel vindicated because if you listen to the show last week and the week before I'm telling you Lampard's going to win the sack race not that I think it's the right thing to do by the way I don't take any pleasure or, or gloating over someone losing their job believe you me and certainly not I actually think very premature on behalf of Chelsea, I think a lot of the reason that they did it was just the availability of a Mr. Thomas Tuchel, uh, who is uh, available for the job. So let's talk about it. Those are the topics on the table. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter. I haven't yet been banned, I'm happy to say, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. And if you miss any part of this show, you can catch the podcast on the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network right at its conclusion. We are presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And I'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio. And you know, the Super Bowl, it's just around the corner. That's right, right around the corner. But not just the Super Bowl. I mean, we're coming into this incredible final 20 or so games. Not final, I mean, that's, you know, just getting over the hump in the Premier League. We got Champions League getting into the knockout rounds. We got the UEFA Europa League. Of course, we have the Euros coming up. So much great stuff that you might want to place a wager on. If you're looking to place a bet on any of these sports, do me a favor, head over to betonline.ag. It's the best and only place to lock that bet in. They've got game spreads, totals, team player and coaching props. They've got the whole thing. If you'd like to bet on football, you've got first scorer, throw-ins, all the good stuff that you want. They did have the sack race. They do have that as well. 
course, I mentioned Frank, Frank Lampard uh, winning that race. Listen, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online, and there's always that online casino. If you run short of wagers for your sports, that online casino they have there never closes, just like the casinos here in my hometown of Las Vegas. Head over to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, betonline.ag. Sign up today and make Bet Online your online sportsbook experts. And just a word to the wise. Enjoy sports betting. It adds a whole new dimension to your life as a sports fan. But please, 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 I implore you, do it responsibly and make sports betting entertainment and not your lifestyle. All right, well, speaking of lifestyles, uh, let's get right to it, shall we? Because uh, we've got a lot to get to in terms of looking back at the FA Cup, in terms of looking forward to the Premier League, because there are some decently big matches coming up midweek. I want to talk about Frank Lampard, because uh, if you're just uh, rolling out of bed uh, and didn't know this, but Frank Lampard has been sacked by Chelsea Football Club. Now, Chelsea, after a promising start to the season, have had a number of uh, disappointing results. And uh, they did spend £200 million in the offseason, which is a lot of money to spend. And they have had, you know, honestly, some uh, mixed results. It all went pear-shaped for them after the Stamford Bridge uh, thumping of Leeds United when they beat them 3-1. This was back in the beginning of December. Since that time, they've only won two matches. They've lost four. They've uh, drawn one. It's been a, a rough run, and it sees them, to, even after that 2-0... Um, uh, even after... <coughs> excuse me. Uh, even after the last result, which was a victory, 1-0, I want to say, at... Uh, at home, Fulham, right? Yeah, Fulham. I think that they are clearly struggling. Clearly struggling. And so um, the last the last result they had was a loss to Leicester City on the 19th. They beat Fulham before then, then they had losses to Man City, draws to Villa, and a loss to Arsenal. And, and, you know, I think if you look at it in total, if you want to look at the season since that December day, it's just been a downward trajectory. So in a normal world, I know there was discussion and it was being mentioned that uh, Roman Abramovich, the owner of Chelsea, uh, was going to bring back Avram Grant, who had been a former Chelsea manager and a trusted confidant of um, uh, Abramovich, and considered by some to be kind of a uh, a, a technician. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how good of a manager Avram Grant is, anyway. To be fair, but having said that, uh, he trusted by Abramovich, so I think he was going to be brought in to sit alongside. Frank Lampard and maybe give him some assistance. But I think the availability of Thomas Tuchel, the former PSG manager, uh, was too much and too big of an opportunity for Chelsea to pass up. So I think it was just a matter of time. I've sort of felt this uh, for a while, actually, that you know having big managerial names out there tends to spur along decisions made regarding managers that maybe shouldn't be on a normal day. 
But, you know, look, I think Tuchel will be a good appointment. I think Tuchel will be appreciated in uh, the locker room at uh, Chelsea. I think he is a man who will control his players, and he has a lot of young players who I think will have an opportunity to learn from him. And again, we're going to kind of go back with the, the German concept, right? <laughs> you know, the German ma managers are very much in vogue. Again, this is a guy that, you know, was with PSG for two years, two years with a very good Borussia Dortmund side, five years with Mainz. I mean, he comes from the Bundesliga, had a successful run in uh, in France, although I'm not sure really what Ligue 1 tells you, to be fair. Uh, what he got with uh, PSG was learning to deal with uh, big-headed players, and I think he did a fairly decent job with them. Now, keep in mind, he had a, almost a 75% win rate at PSG, but it is PSG in the French League, so that is to be accepted. expected. Look, he's he's really known as a tactician. And are really known as a guy that puts together and that has a, a sort of a style of play. Now, what I want you to remember, and we will go back to this time and time again, is the Ray Orozco matrix. And if you remember on the Ray matrix, if you remember on the Ray matrix, I said having a discernible style and the right players to play that style were key parts of the matrix. That's one of the things that I don't think Frank Lampard developed properly. I think he understood what he wanted in terms of players. I want young. I want energetic. I want smart. I want, you know, creative. And, and I think he had a wish list. And, and I think he got those ingredients that he wanted. God knows they have a, a boatload of talent on that team. But I think... Lampard's ultimate failing was in his inability to take those ingredients and bake the cake with them, actually come up with the style. Or if he had a style in mind, go from A to Z in terms of the implementation of that style. And Tuchel will have no problem with that whatsoever. That is his wheelhouse. That is what he does. I think that's a great signing. We, we know it's been... Anyone that signs Thomas Tuchel is going to get a great manager. Will he compete well in the Premier League? Absolutely. You know, I think if there's any leagues that you want to compare closer and closer, uh, the more I look at the Bundesliga, the more comparisons one can make with the Premier League on a lot of levels. More so, I think, than Spain. More so, I think, than Italy. I think he'll succeed. I think it's, it's a good appointment. It's a smart appointment. I think he's the right man for the job. And I think you've got 200 million pounds of newly signed young players looking at this guy saying, you know what? I got to start playing for my job. And I hate to say that with young players, motivation is an issue. I'm not sure that that really has been the issue with Chelsea, but they have a big home match coming up in the Premier League uh, midweek against Wolverhampton Wanderers. I'm going to give you the breakdowns. I'm going to give you my picks, and we're going to give you the odds makers' um, uh, odds for that match. If I can find them, I put them somewhere, and I'll have to locate them. Story of my life. But we will get to uh, – here it is. Um, yeah, so on that one, you know, Chelsea big favorites, obviously, Wolves struggling mightily. But we will give you the full breakdown. When we come back – 
we'll wrap up the thoughts about Thomas Tuchel and then we'll get right into a review of the FA Cup matches over the weekend. Let's look at the uh, let's look at the uh, uh, my predictions and of course the various money lines courtesy of betonline.ag. All right, I'll be right back after this. This is World Soccer Radio. I am Nick Eber and you can find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Please, if you missed any part of the show, head over to our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V network, and check us out there. A couple other great podcasts there. They've got BSI, the podcast with Ike Parra, uh, Sal Ziso, Benny Failhaber, and they've got uh, the Shep Messing Daily Cast, another great soccer podcast, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. I'll be right back. All right, well, look, with a new year comes tons of new big games. We even have a Super Bowl coming up. We've got Champions League getting into the knockout stages, Premier League. It's all happening. And uh, as long as you have big games, you know what you're going to need, right? You're going to need some big, whopping Kansas City stakes. Big stakes. That's what you need. Well, Kansas City stakes, they have the cuts that you crave to celebrate the playoffs, the big game, the not-so-big game and those games that you watch every Saturday. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, you get free shipping with the code BLEAV. Believe that's BLEAV at checkout for, for free shipping. And you can try out the snack pack combo featuring small plates, big flavor. And are you ready for this? My absolute favorite is Beef Wellington. I'm an addict. That's how I will gain 1,000 pounds, which is why I don't eat it all that often. But I love Beef Wellington. They have mini Beef Wellington steak burger sliders, if you could believe that. They got mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. Every order, flash frozen, delivered directly to your home, your satisfaction is guaranteed, or you get your money back. Basically, every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, so much more at Kansas City Steaks. Again, go to kansascitysteaks.com slash game day. Use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at the checkout for free shipping. Again, Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. Do yourself a big favor. Go to Kansas City Steaks. Okay, uh, I do love that stuff, by the way. I really do. Uh, uh, we have great sponsors, whether it's Kansas City Steaks, BetOnline.ag. Uh, you know, we've got a whole line of great sponsors, people that bring this show to you, and the products are terrific, really. I, I can't tell you. All right, let's get to it, shall we? FA Cup. Let's look back at the FA Cup, and let's start with some results that I thought were a little bit surprising. Southampton actually getting the win... Uh, against Arsenal in the FA Cup. And while I'm talking to you, I'm going to pull out my my odds. So at the time, Southampton were plus 185 uh, dogs and Arsenal were plus 121, uh, plus 121. Plus money on both sides, but Arsenal were the uh, visitors and the favourites in this particular match. Now, uh, Arsenal actually lost this match. Southampton won at home. 
And it's kind of in keeping with a little bit of this resurgence that we're seeing with Southampton, who have always been a good side. Uh, they've struggled a little bit in the league on and off, I would say. Um, I mean, coming off a 1-0 home win against Champions Liverpool, breaking uh, all sorts of, you know, hearts there, right? Uh Losing 2-0 away at Leicester City. So, you, you know, you, you might think Southampton, uh, you know, maybe they're really inconsistent coming up against an Arsenal team that has sort of found a, a new lease in life, a resurgence, uh, certainly unbeaten in the last five with four wins and a, a draw in the Premier League after what has been an awful Premier League start. But, you know, there is something somewhat inconsistent about Arsenal. We've talked about this time and time again. So they go to Southampton and they lose and you know it's disappointing because I know uh, Arsenal fans oftentimes think that FA Cup is theirs but it was not and they are done and dusted and Southampton will move on Barnsley Norwich uh, on this one I had picked uh, let's see who did I pick for this one Barnsley Nor Norwich uh, I had picked Norwich City the favorites away team to win uh, they did not Barnsley won 1-0 at home so i was wrong there so two so far two oh for two let's make it over three millwall bristol city i thought millwall would win at home but actually bristol city tonked them three nil so there we go those are the three results i got wrong but i'm happy to tell you every single other fa cup game that went on this weekend i got right starting with sheffield united plymouth i had sheffield united winning this match and they did exactly that. Uh, now, uh, this wasn't the most difficult of uh, uh, of matches to predict because Sheffield were large favourites, but they did win. West Ham, Doncaster. Oh, I said West Ham would win, and they did. Again, no huge surprise, and that was a 4-0 tonking. Millwall, Bristol City, we did. I got that one wrong. Uh, Brighton, Blackpool. Well, Brighton were the favourites. I picked Brighton to win. Actually, kind of in keeping what I think has been a bit of a quality improvement from Brighton, if not necessarily seeing it, seeing it in all the results in the league and in the cup competitions. But but they're looking better, they're playing better, and they were just too much for Blackpool. And Cheltenham, Man City, well, again, that was not difficult to choose Man City for that one. Moving on to the Sunday matches, however, things got pretty interesting. Uh, Chelsea Luton Town, Chelsea winning 3-1. This was Frank Lampard's last game in charge, uh, but Chelsea did win, and I got that one correct. Fulham Burnley at Craven Cottage. Now, this was an interesting match because, you know, I think Fulham are a difficult team to beat at Craven Cottage because it is a small pitch, and they compress attacking teams. Uh, I told you I thought Burnley would get it done. And they were the underdogs at plus 215. They were one of the upsets I picked this weekend in the FA Cup. And you know what? They won. Not just 1-1, one, one, not just 2-1, 3-1. They actually won by a score of three goals to nil. So huge result for Burnley. They advance. I told you to take it. Plus 215. You're putting a down payment on a new house. I know that. All right. Brentford, Leicester. I said Leicester would win. And they did indeed. Away, 3-1. 
Man United, Liverpool, you know, everyone knows I'm a Liverpool supporter, and I told you Man United would win, and they did. Liverpool are a wounded animal right now. We will talk about that in a little bit as we get to the next stage of the show and we start to continue the discussion about the Premier League and look to some of the picks midweek. And Everton, Sheffield, Wednesday. Look, Everton are a tough physical team. Hard to beat. Too much for Sheffield Wednesday. No surprise. Everton win. And there you have it. I got 10 right out of 13. I feel like I am uh, celebrating my own success. And you should celebrate with me. Uh, find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Those are the FA Cup matches. Uh, we've got League Cup final, obviously, uh, it's all set. We've got FA Cup matches. Uh, we've got the Premier League restarting uh, uh, after this break. Although it's such a weird season with the Premier League because everything's so compressed because of the late start and the uh, late finish. Uh, the early start and the late finish and then the compression of matches and you know, trying to get everything wrapped and having all the European commitments and no fans. It is a weird season with a lack of the typical rhythm that we get to enjoy in uh, not just the leagues, but in, in all of the competitions. And, you know, when we look at some of the upsets that we've had so far, I think that it's not unreasonable. Um, it's not unreasonable to um, think that the seasons, and I say seasons because I'm not just talking about the Premier League, are going to be a little topsy-turvy. Now look, as a Liverpool supporter, I would like nothing much than normal service to be resumed. The fans are packed in the stadiums and, you know, Liverpool are tonking everybody and set to repeat. But, you know, it's just one of those seasons where you can't write the script. There is no script written for this. This is not a reality show. This is not scripted television this is not and you'll excuse me this sort of same old nonsensical boring national football league i know that's a personal like and dislike not that i hate nfl it just it just doesn't do anything for me this is the wild west If I told you last season Man United would be sitting top of the Premier League, you would not have believed me. If I told you Arsenal would be struggling down the table, you would not have believed me. If I told you Wolverhampton Wanderers would be looking awful, you would not believe me. If I told you Liverpool would lose at home to Burnley, you would think I was smoking some sort of drugs. But that's the way it's been. It is a very, very unpredictable, unscripted, exciting, addictive, compelling, entertaining season of sport to watch, folks. There's nothing else to say. Whether the team you want is underperforming, like mine, or the team that you hate is doing really well, like Man United, or whatever it is, but it's great. It's the best entertainment dollar value out there, and with these new streaming platforms, and the fact that you can see all of this wonderful um, football, whether it's uh, FA Cup, whether it's uh, the European seasons, whether it's the Premier League, for just a few bucks a month is fantastic, fantastic stuff. So before the break, very quickly, we were talking about Thomas Tuchel. He will land at Chelsea. I think that's a great signing for Chelsea. I think it's a great addition. I'm sad for Frank Lampard, who I actually like. 
I liked him as a player. Res- enormous respect for Frank Lampard. I think he, he did a great, uh, good job, good job at Derby County. And I think he's done, he did a decent job at Chelsea. I just think it got away from him. I think he needed help that he didn't have or was incapable of asking for. And the availability of Tuchel, I think, forced the hand of Abramovich to make the decision now rather than later with such a good manager that will fit in with this young, exciting, dynamic, high-energy player base he has. I, I think it's... it's. Uh, I clearly understand why they made that decision. All right. When we come back, let's go down all the Premier League games. I'll give you the patented Premier League pundits preview and prognostication show. I'll give you a bunch of peas for you so we can get to the Tuesday, Wednesday, and the Thursday match, Tottenham-Liverpool. Be right back after this. All right, welcome back. Uh, you know, before the break, I was telling you about our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. Uh, before we get on with the rest of it, I do have the Premier League preview to get to. I wanted to highlight two other podcasts on the network. You need to check these out. First, there's BSI, the podcast. This is hosted by former and current USL and MLS players, Benny Failhaber, Sal Zizo, Ike Opara. Uh, this show, they get a guest. Uh, it's funny. They uh, talk everything, football, politics, entertainment, current events. It's a funny show. You'll really appreciate it. Behind-the-scenes story. And then they've got Ike's Interrogation, where they literally interrogate the guests. They pepper them with fan questions that they get from the fans in advance. Fun show. I think you'll really enjoy it. And then there's the Shep Messing Daily Cast, where two-time New York Cosmo, because he did two stints with the Cosmos, um... Shep Messing, and by the way, one of those stints with a player you may have heard called Pele. Well, Shep talks all things soccer with a New York perspective, loves to talk about the Red Bulls when they're in season, but loves generally to talk Major League Soccer, U.S. Soccer, Global Soccer. Shep is a great guy. I can tell you this personally. I know Shep and I have nothing but admiration from great guy funny guy smart guy great show do yourself a favor whether you're a protector of the passaic whether you're a soccer fan you're just a sports fan and check out bsi the podcast and shit messing show and my show world soccer radio the one you're listening to now go ahead and put it on your subscription list check us out listen to your wherever you listen to your podcast or subscribe to them whether it's apple podcast spotify uh, you know where it is, or just go to believepodcast.com. Uh, All right, let's um, get to the Premier League. Got some big matches coming up, some teams that really need to start writing their seasons or need to start extending the quality of their seasons depending on who it is exactly you're talking about. Let's start, shall we? Um, and just so you know, their matches Tuesday... Wednesday, and one match on Thursday, which is Liverpool-Tottenham, probably the biggest match of the uh, midweek. So let's start with Selhurst Park, where Crystal Palace are going to be taking on West Ham United. Uh, Crystal Palace have been a bit of a disappointment this season, to be honest. Um, 
it's the scoring of goals. So actually, that is the problem that has snake bit a lot of teams this season. But Palace have uh, had a problem scoring goals, and I think that's their issue. They've always not been defensively the greatest team, but usually they've had sort of reliable, uh, re- reliable numbers, a, a reliable time putting the ball in the back of the net. Not that this is at uh, uh, Selhurst Park, so it, it is at home, so that is a bit of an advantage for them. Uh, their last match was a 4-0 away thump- thumping at the hands of Manchester City. Uh, before then was 0-0 away at Arsenal, and then they did beat Sheffield 2-0 at home and uh, 1-1 at home against Leicester City. This is not a shoe-in match for West Ham, by the way, but West Ham United under David Moyes are finding a really nice... You know, he is a steady hand. Just know that. The one thing you're going to get with Moyes is a steady hand. He's not going to panic. He may not be the most exciting manager in the world, but he is not going to lead you astray. He is going to build on what you have, and he's been doing a good job, actually. Um, Since... The beginning of November, West Ham United have lost two games, and that's it. I mean, they're 32 points. They're not far off the top four. They're two points behind Liverpool, who are 34 points in fourth spot. They're eight points behind leaders United. They are very much in the hunt. They very much have something to say. They very much, I believe, will be too much for Crystal Palace, who uh, have not impressed me. And West Ham right now are favorites with the money line courtesy of betonline.ag. Plus 140 for the Hammers. They are the favorites. But with plus money coming in for the favorites, you've got to take it. And I would take it at Selhurst Park. Uh, next one is <laughs> probably a, a, a team... I think I think Steve Bruce will be the next managerial change, and that will be at Newcastle United. They have not won a match since the middle of December when they beat West Brom. And if we go back all the way to the beginning of November, they've only won two matches since the beginning of November. I mean, that's almost three months. They've not won a match in seven games. They are horrible. And I want to talk about another team that has talent, that has skill, that has decent players, cannot score goals this season. Newcastle United, the only three teams that have scored fewer goals than Newcastle are Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield. And if you consider the fact that Sheffield United have only scored 10 goals in 19 matches, that should tell you everything you need to know. This is a huge match for Newcastle. A huge, huge, huge match for Newcastle. Because with Fulham playing Brighton, West Brom playing City, and Sheffield playing United, it's unlikely any of those teams are going to garner points. If Newcastle can get three points... Take them to 22, steer them well clear of the drop zone, given the fact that that's uh, it would take them 10 points clear of Fulham with, with 22 points, with 12 points. It is almost a must-win match if Newcastle don't want to be fighting relegation the entire time. But sadly, <laughs> sadly, I like Leeds United to win this one. At minus 110, 
they are the favorites away at St. James's Park. I mean, can you believe this? Newcastle plus 295 are the underdogs by a spread of nearly 400. That is ridiculous. Think about that. But I have to go with Leeds. They're scoring goals. They play fast-paced football. They're sort of the anti-Steve Bruce team, and they're just going to tear it into Newcastle, who are lackluster and troubled right now, no doubt. Uh, next match. If you can believe this one, we have a replay, folks. This is a replay of, much like the Man United-Liverpool FA Cup match was a replay of the Premier League match, we now have a replay of the FA Cup match. So three days after facing Southampton at <laughs> St. Mary's in the FA Cup and losing, Arsenal now get to go there again and face them in the Premier League. Let's take a look at the odds. <laughs> plus 125 for the Gunners, uh, the favorites, and plus 220 for Southampton. Uh, I'm actually going to go on a limb here. I'm going to say Arsenal as the favorites. I think they're going to win this. I think they will redeem themselves. Oftentimes when you have back-to-back -back games like this, uh, the team that loses gets to reevaluate and gets another bite at the apple, even though, of course, it's a different tournament. And generally, when you have teams, two teams that are basically side-by-side -side in the tables... I mean, also have 27 points, Southampton have 29. It gives one team an opportunity to look back at what they did and rectify, and I think that's what's going to happen. So, all right, let's move on. West Brom, Man City. Uh, Man City, minus 535 favorites. They will win this, and West Bromwich Albion's uh, nightmare season will continue, sadly, for them. Let me check on timing, make sure that we've got enough time to get to everything, and I'm happy to say we do. Stamford Bridge, Chelsea are hosting Wolverhampton Wanderers. Again, uh, new manager on the horizon for Chelsea. Players will be looking to put themselves in the mind's eye of the new manager, uh, as opposed to Wolves, where they have not won a match and since middle of December. In point of fact, you have to go back to end of November. Uh, since end of November, they've won one match. It's been horrible for Wolves. They haven't really been scoring that many goals. That's been a problem. Clearly, uh, Raul Jimenez being injured has been a huge blow to them. Uh, but they're going to come up against a young Chelsea side at, at the bridge. Players eager to make a statement. Chelsea will win this. Minus 165, the odds makers would agree. Uh, Burnley-Villa. Now, this is an interesting match because you've got two teams here, both with quite a lot to say for themselves. Uh, Burnley coming off that huge, huge Anfield victory over Liverpool, uh, administering the first home defeat to Liverpool in like 400 years. And Aston Villa coming off a massive win at home against Newcastle United. And quite frankly, it's been a decent five games for them, including a 1-1 against Chelsea. Yeah, they lost to United and yeah, they lost to City. But, you know, they weren't completely played off the park in either of those games. This one is at Burnley, at Turf Moor. Villa are the away team, and I like Villa precisely for that reason. And you might not be surprised that the odds makers are with me on this one. Plus money, plus 100 for Villa away at Turf Moor. That is a bet I'm going to take on that one because uh, I really like, uh, I really like um, Villa in this uh, position. Uh, Brighton-Fulham, uh, that is the other matchup that we've got to look at here. Um, 
this is a more difficult match, I think, to to predict. To be honest with you, um, Brighton Fulham, Brighton Fulham. Let me think about this one. Well, Fulham are the long shots at plus 270. Brighton are the favorites at plus 108. You guys know I'm flummoxed on giving you my match predictions uh, when I get like this. Uh, Brighton, Fulham, I'm going to say Brighton are going to win because this is huge for them at the bottom of the table. I think they're playing a lot better football than their results have uh, have have shown. Plus, I don't like that Fulham on the road that much, so I'm actually going to go with Brighton at plus 108. All right, Everton, Leicester. Um, Leicester, no Jamie Vardy, so kind of that sort of says everything you need to know. Not that they're totally a one-trick pony, but uh, Everton are a very, very, very physical team. Uh, so uh, for me, I like Everton, plus 182 on this. Uh, they are actually the long shots here, Leicester City are, the visiting favorites at minus uh, plus 160. Uh, Man United, Sheffield United, you have to go with Man United, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's a uh, great run will continue. I'm just trying to think. I'm looking back. I don't think I've picked any draws. Um, you know, maybe, maybe Burnley Villa will be a draw. You know, I'm going to change Burnley Villa. I'm going to make that one a draw at plus 250 just because I haven't given you a draw, and they do play, play nicely. All right, finally, uh, Tottenham-Liverpool. Uh, and look, uh, Liverpool lost to United in the FA Cup. Liverpool are in trouble in one of their ro worst runs uh, in the last few years, no doubt about it. Uh, they are winless in their last four matches. Of course, the, they did beat Crystal Palace away 7-0. And ever since then, quite frankly, folks, they haven't been able to score goals. They scored one against West Brom. They didn't score against Newcastle. They didn't score against Southampton. And they didn't score against either Burnley or United. So in five matches, Liverpool have scored, what, one goal? Now, that's in the league. In the FA Cup, they scored two goals. So I, I think they're coming back. They're a bit of a wounded animal right now, but they are coming up against Jose Mourinho and Tottenham, and uh, this is uh, at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and I'm telling you, I think Mourinho will know how to squeeze the life out of this game. Tottenham coming off a big win against Sheffield, the draw against Fulham, beating Leeds, a draw against Wolves. They did lose to Leicester City, uh, but regardless, uh, I'm going to go with a draw. All right, up on me with Liverpool. All right, I'll be right back. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio presented by betonline.ag. All right, just to clarify, because I was within 10 seconds of getting cut off at the end of the last segment. So I, I gave you my pick for the... Liverpool for the Tottenham Liverpool game on Thursday and I said draw then I said Liverpool well because I was jumping around I think Liverpool are going to win this match I think this is a good match for them to get their season back on track I think Klopp has shown that he knows how to play Mourinho and as wily and clever and smart as Mourinho is Tottenham are not in their best form right now I like the way Liverpool played in both the match against Man United in the league and also in the FA Cup match, even though they lost. So I'm going to think Liverpool beat Tottenham away from home and get their season back on track. Let me recap my picks for you. Uh, so Tuesday, uh, I got uh, West Ham over Palace. I've got Leeds over Newcastle at St. James's Park. 
I've got South, uh, Arsenal over Southampton reversing the FA Cup result. This is at St. Mary's. I've got City over West Brom at the Hawthorns. At the bridge, I've got Chelsea beating Wolverhampton Wanderers. I've got a Villa-Burnley draw at Turf Moor. Uh, Brighton-Fulham, I have Brighton beating Fulham at home. At Goodison, I have Everton beating Leicester at home. And a plus 182 is some great money right there. I have Man United making short thrift, shrift, thrift, whatever the word is, of Sheffield United at minus 360. And I have Liverpool beating Tottenham away at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, and I'm going to say that will be a 2-1 result. Uh, okay, those are my picks. I will be back with you uh, later this week. And uh, we can talk about the results. Take a look at how I did. Let's also keep our eye on Chelsea and the managerial situation as we're expecting Thomas Tuchel to be appointed anytime. In the meantime, check back with me, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern on Sports Overnight America for your weekly, daily, up-to-the-minute fix of the beautiful game. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Till tomorrow, cheers. Enjoy the football. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.